0: You are Locked on Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to a Monday edition of the Locked on Longhorns podcast. I am your host, Patrick Kahn. Follow me on Twitter at PatSportsGuy. Follow the show, Locked on Horns. I just want to remind you this episode of the Locked On Longhorns Podcast brought to you by Bilt Bar. Head on over to Biltbar.com. Use that promo code LockedOn. You're getting 20% off your next order. First of all, I want to welcome everybody into the show. Welcome if you haven't listened before. Make sure you go to Locked On Longhorns, wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, like, leave a rating. It helps other people find our show. What we're going to get into today, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with the basketball team. Uh, Another cancellation this past weekend on Saturday. They didn't get to play against Kentucky in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. We're going to talk about recruiting. Baseball news coming up in a little bit. Let's start off with recruiting. National Signing Day is upon us. That's going to start on February 3rd, which is the second National Signing Day with the early signing period coming back. In December of last year. Now we're going to finalize. Still some spots. Still some guys are waiting on. What's going on with LJ Johnson? The issue there is that we're kind of waiting to hear. It's it's down to two teams. It's Texas or it's Texas A&M. Trying to figure out the spot for him. He did a visit last week with A&M. It seemed like they were in the lead. But... Apparently, according to 24-7, Horns, 24-7 Mike Roach, he's going to be taking a visit to Austin. Hopefully, being the last in this hunt for LJ Johnson, will actually pay or kind of play into the hand of the Texas Longhorns as they try to get another running back. They did add a preferred walk-on this past week, getting Zane Miners out of Austin-Westlake. Could that help them? in the hunt to get a Cade Klubnik as the quarterback of the 2022 recruiting cycle? Possibly. They also added another preferred walk-on from Austin Westlake over the weekend. Cornerback Michael Taff, if you remember watching Taff in the state championship game against South Lake Carroll, he had a couple pretty big interceptions of Quinn Ewers, one spectacular one where he had to go up, climb the ladder, get the ball. They added those two guys. So where do they turn to now with National Signing Day approaching? Obviously L.J. Johnson should be a priority. The other name on that list is a current Alabama commit in Kamar Wheaton, one of the top running backs in the country. The other schools involved obviously were Alabama, Oklahoma was in there, and many thought that he might choose Oklahoma, but he decided to go with Alabama. Now with Sarkeesian leaving, Jeff Banks leaving. Kyle Flood leaving, is there a possibility to get back in that? There's not been a ton of traction as far as trying to flip that recruit. But as we know, anything can happen. There are three, really two more days outside of Monday that they've got to try and get some traction there. I think it would be a tough sell, but it is definitely one that they should look at. Another big name is Austin U.K. is a a guy, offensive tackle out of Dallas, uh, that they need to look at and and try to get him. Uh, They definitely need to improve their offensive line recruiting, and hopefully that changes with the addition of Kyle Flood. So he is definitely a name to circle and watch uh, on on signing day. I think Texas is, is in the running, but at this point, We don't know. It didn't seem like Texas was going to get him uh, back when Herb Hand was the guy in charge of recruiting the offensive line. Uh, Then you also have David Aviera. He is the former Notre Dame commit, decommitted. He could be on his way uh, to Texas, despite the fact that they just added two guys on the edge in the transfer portal. However, those guys, is likely their last season, so what where are they at in the future? He's a guy that I would take a look at. He's a four-star uh, recruit and, and a guy that should definitely uh, pay attention to. I, I know Bo Davis is probably putting on his best uh, pitch to get him. Uh, the other guy, obviously, another guy that we should talk about is Ishmael Ibrahim. It's been well documented the stuff, the, the issues that he was dealing with off the field, uh, but he is expected to sign uh, with Texas. So that is all that we are waiting on. If you remember, he did the commitment video uh, with J.D. Copy uh, when they when they decided to uh, commit to the University of Texas. The other guy, and this is kind of a stretch, J.T. Tuamoloa, I think is how you say his name. He's one of the top recruits, five-star, strong-side defensive end. I really think it's going to come down to Alabama, Ohio State, maybe USC. But he—he's a guy is uh, a guy that you know Kwiatkowski should go after, and he was in in the running when he was at Washington. Uh, so possibly there is a recruit right there that maybe maybe the Texas Longhorns could. Uh, bring in uh, as they try to close out the 2021 recruiting cycle. As it sits right now, they're the number 17 according to 24/7 Sports team rankings. Uh, it'll be nice to actually close the book on the 2021 recruiting class. 2022 is already underway. There have been plenty of reoffers among the Texas Longhorns. Devon Campbell, out of Arlington, Bowie, is top five guy in the class. He's really at the top of the, the board for Texas in the 2022 recruiting class and, and guys, that, guys that they should go after. 2022 recruiting is going to be intense when you look at what the Longhorns are going to be looking at getting. You have Quinn Ewer still in the mix. Obviously, he has said that he is committed to Ohio State and he's he's stood firm on that. But as we know, We thought he stood firm at Texas as well. And now with Tom Herman out of the way, with Steve Sarkeesian in it's going to be interesting. Uh, I do know Malik Murphy, uh, a quarterback prospect out of the state of California. He recently was working with Armani Winfield, the 2022 wide receiver that committed to the University of Texas shortly after the national championship game. Uh, Those two were on the field together and, and likely he's making a pitch to get him. Uh, to Austin and the University of Texas. All right, but coming up, we're gonna talk a little bit about basketball, what's going on, and where Texas could be ranked when the final when the rankings come out uh, on Monday. All right, well, we got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday, huge matchup: Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You got the Young Gun and Patrick Mahomes taking on the guy they call the Goat, Tom Brady. There's also college basketball games. And if you want to know where to bet, there's only one place and one place that has you covered and we trust in betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for your 50% welcome bonus. You don't want to sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Prop bets. Who are you going to take in in the big game coming up on Sunday in the Super Bowl? You got to check it out. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON. To receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbooks experts. We've got everything covered with everything that you need to know about the Texas Longhorns, but what about the rest of the sports world? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with the Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today Podcast wherever you get your podcast. What hasn't been the greatest Last few weeks when it comes to the Texas Longhorns basketball team. They've had three out of four games canceled due to COVID-19. Not on their side, uh, but their opponents. We're talking about the Iowa State game, TCU, Kentucky on Saturday. They played two games since January 9th, and they lost both of them. You know, it's, it's a rough deal. They lost to Texas Tech at home uh, by a point. Uh, or by two points, I should say, and then lose to Oklahoma at home by a point. They didn't have their full complement of guys. In the latest game, they didn't have Courtney Ramey, Jericho Sims, Brock Cunningham. Didn't have their head coach. A lot going on. So when it comes to the power rankings, we looked at ESPN, uh, who previously had Texas as the number four team in the country. Uh, they slid down to number six. I don't think dropping them too far would be really be fair because, obviously... And I know fair has nothing to do with it. But obviously, being without your head coach is one thing. Being without your players due to COVID-19, when they're at their full strength, I think they're one of the top five teams in the country. At least they've proven that this year. Um, and for whatever reason, they weren't able to come back. A poor shooting night against Oklahoma. Uh, the Texas Tech game, they just couldn't hit shots, uh, especially from deep. You know, that's somewhere they've struggled the last couple of games. But I think number six is a good spot for them. And, you know, we'll find out just how good they are because coming up on Tuesday, we got Texas versus Baylor. It's going to be a monstrous matchup. Can a shorthanded or what we think is going to be a shorthanded Texas team give Baylor a run, a team that hasn't lost a game this year? Uh, I think they've won 15 in a row. That's going to be the big matchup on the day. Uh, can Ramey get back? Can Sims get back? Brock Cunningham was close to returning, and he's kind of their glue guy. He's their their energy guy, guy that they need on the floor. It's going to be interesting to see if he can get back. He was close to coming back for the Oklahoma game, so hopefully he's going to be back uh, in there. Uh, the only other Big 12 team outside of Baylor being in the top, they had Oklahoma jumped up to number 12 in the ESPN Power Rankings due to their wins over Texas. Uh, due to their win over Alabama. We'll see how good they are when they travel tonight to play Texas Tech in Lubbock. Uh, That's going to be a huge matchup, but one that we'll definitely want to keep our eye on as we kind of see how the seeding is going to go moving forward. We have the Big 12 tournament. That'll be coming down the pipe. You also have the NCAA tournament. Uh, So that's where we sit when it comes to Texas Longhorns basketball. As for them, what games do they have coming up? Like we said, they have the Baylor matchup on Tuesday and on Saturday, they get another shot at Oklahoma State. They did beat them last time. It, and to me, it all depends on, you know, is is Shaka going to be available to be on the court? Uh, we'll see as he's going through protocols. You know, are they going to be at their full complement? Are they going to get Sims and Ramey back and Cunningham to go along with Greg Brown and and, you know, the different players on this team? That's going to be one thing to watch because this year, Texas has proven they're a lot better than many thought they would be. You know, Greg Brown has been a lot better as a freshman coming out than I thought maybe he might be. Uh, I knew he was going to be good, but I, I don't think I expected the outside shot to be there. But again, he's a, he's a high energy guy, a guy that can provide you, uh, the hype factor with some of his dunks, with some of his big plays. Uh, Kai Jones, who, uh, has been their energy guy, In 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 the last game he had to start, but I think the best role for him at least right now is coming off the bench because he provides that energy and uh, whenever they they go with a different lineup, uh, and so that that's a player I think that I'd want to keep my eye on. Uh, but as it sits right now, Texas eleven and three. Uh, where could they be in the top twenty five that comes out a little bit later today? Uh, probably as I'm recording this, those. Rankings will be coming out. But I think Texas has to stay within the top 10. Uh, maybe maybe 9th, maybe 8th, somewhere around there. I think Texas still has to be in there. Considering, yes, they lost, but... Uh, how much do they factor in losing players to COVID-19? How much do they factor in cancellation of games because your opponent is dealing with COVID-19 and, and unable to play? So those are... Those are situations that they have to take into account. I don't know how you do that uh, in a top 25 ranking, but that's kind of where I look at it. I still think this is a top 10 team. Uh, They'll get another shot at Oklahoma. They'll get another shot at Texas Tech. Uh, So those are two games that we're looking to see if they can avenge, get their redemption. Here's something that was a little bit interesting to me. I was checking this out. On the topic of COVID-19, Texas Athletics, Department generated $200.7 million in revenue, $22.1 million profit in the 2019-20 fiscal year. So, despite the fact that they're dealing with the coronavirus and they've dealt with it for the last year, they still were able to generate over $200 million in revenue. If that doesn't tell you that the University of Texas prints money, I don't know. What, Will? But coming up next, we're going to talk a little bit of baseball as we wrap up to the Monday edition of the Locked on Longhorns podcast. All right, let me tell you about Built Bar. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious. We're talking 18 amazing flavors, nut and non-nut flavors. Of the six new, I absolutely love cookies and cream. Maybe some apple almond crisp. Caramel brownie. Lemon almond cheesecake. Those are some of the best. Of the originals, you got your coconut almond, fantastic. But then I like that peanut butter brownie, the peanut butter bars. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, and you don't need to wash it down with a gallon of water. Bill bar is great for the health-conscious person, lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. How about that peanut butter bar? 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of of net carbs, head on over to builtbar.com. Use the promo code Locked On L O C K E D O N for your 20% off your next order. Again, make sure you're using promo code Locked On for 20% off at builtbar.com. All right, make sure you tune in tomorrow to the Locked On Longhorns podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network as we get you ready for some hoops on Tuesday night, Texas versus Baylor. Hopefully, we can find out who's going to be available to play in that game, but definitely check it out as we're talking Texas basketball. Uh, Also, we're going to get into some recruiting talk as National Signing Day is only days away. We'll get that all wrapped up for you right here on the Locked On Longhorns podcast. All right, so I said we were going to talk some baseball, so I want to kick it off with this. Baseball America, who they cover a lot of NCAA baseball, and a lot of the farm systems for Major League Baseball, so it's a lot of the development talent. They came out with their preseason All-American team. Uh, Texas didn't have any position players on their preseason All-American, but they did have a pitcher. Ty Madden, who went 3-0 and last year with a 1.8 ERA and 25 innings pitched. He had 26 strikeouts. He is on the list here as a um, starting pitcher. Uh, on their preseason All-American team. We also got a big matchup. Uh, D1 Baseball is reporting that Texas will have a mid-March weekend series, March 12th through 14th. They're going to be taking on the number 18 South Carolina Gamecocks. I think it's a fantastic series because it kind of it sets the bar for us. It lets us know, hey, where, where's Texas baseball at? At right now, they're number nine in the country. Uh, we did a little bit of a preseason show on on Saturday. Go back and check that out. Uh, Hardball Hards, Mike Hards. Uh, he former Major League Baseball player. He helped us break down that. Uh, he will be calling some of these these tournaments that are coming up, whether it's the Round Rock Challenge, the Frisco Challenge. Uh, you know, so he's he's very in tune with the college baseball, but he's super excited about Texas baseball this year. You know, and that and that's one of the guys to watch in a tie. Madden, a Pete Hansen's another guy that we had mentioned. Uh, we we know about the bats with Zubiá and uh, Mike Antico, who's coming over from St. John's. There is a lot to be excited about when it comes to the baseball team, and uh, hopefully that'll we'll know the full schedule soon. We're still waiting on on the baseball schedule to be released. Uh, David Pierce did say that they were close to. Uh they were close to approving that schedule. Uh so we're we're waiting on the baseball schedule to see exactly where all they're gonna be playing. We know the the series when it comes to who they'll be playing on the road, who they're playing at home in Big Twelve play. Uh if you haven't seen that schedule, you can head on over to Longhornswire.com. Uh we do have that up there on the site. Uh, So that's where we're we're sitting as of right now with baseball, a lot of excitement. I'm really excited to see kind of how Ty Madden, who becomes the Friday starter in place of Bryce Elder, who went to Major League Baseball, he's the guy that I'm definitely interested most in watching this year. All right, as we wrap up the show, we're going to kick it back over to some football talk. This past week, we had the Senior Bowl. Sam Ellinger, Taquan Graham, both participated. Graham showed flashes of of really brilliance in practice. Sam Ellinger, he did enough to earn the start, but didn't look very good in the game itself. He was 4 for 10, did have a touchdown pass. The MVP obviously went to Texas A&M quarterback, Kelamond in this, so another MVP that played quarterback. Uh, We'll kind of see how he looks at going into the NFL. Later this week, Mark Schofield, of Touchdown Wire, is going to be joining the show as we talk about the NFL Draft, how Ellinger looks, how Taquan Graham looks. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about you know Chris Brown, Caden Stearns, Brennan Eagles, all these Longhorns that are going to the NFL Draft. We do have our buddies over at the Draft Wire. Luke Easterling put out a mock draft uh, for... For the upcoming draft, obviously, and, and he talked about Osai to the Tennessee Titans at number 22, uh, in, in which he said, Harold Landry, uh, Harold Landry has been solid, uh, but the Javion Clowney signing didn't move the needle much for the Titans in terms of playmaking off the edge. Osai is a high-motor defender who can get to the quarterback, but also chase down ball carries in, in the running game. Um and it's interesting because uh, Matt Miller, NFL Draft Scout, formerly a bleacher report, and he's kind of doing his own thing now. So players I like in round one reigns that have a hard time fitting into the round one mock pre-free agency. And Joseph Asai was among that list. What's interesting to to note is when you look at some of these mock drafts, we don't we don't see Samuel Cosme anymore. He's kind of slipped out of the first round uh into the back end, is that a lot of the fact that he wasn't at the senior bowl, so a lot of people didn't get to see. Um, you know, where where do they fit? Where does he fit? We'll find out. I mean, they still have the pro day workouts, and and, and as we know, mock drafts prior to free agency, mock drafts this early, they kind of give you a good sense of where guys might be slated, a good sense of where guys might go. Uh, but obviously, nothing set in stone. I still think Cosme is a first round pick. What's going to be interesting is some of the other guys. Like we mentioned, the Caden Stearns, the Chris Browns, the Sam Ellingers, the Brennan Eagles. Where where are they going? Uh, you could argue that, you know, Colin Johnson was arguably one of the best wide receivers for Texas outside of that phenomenal season Devin DuVernay had. And Johnson slipped all the way to the sixth round. So, I mean, I know it goes year to year, but it'd be something to watch uh, as it moves on. But that's kind of where they are in the NFL draft front. There is no combine this year, obviously, so the pro day is absolutely massive. Uh, That's going to be the next thing to watch uh, for the Texas Longhorns as they move forward. But that's going to do it for this edition of the Locked on Longhorns podcast. Make sure you tune in Monday through Friday. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. uh, And and thanks for listening. I, I definitely appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, like I said, we're going to talk some hoops, some more hoops, some more recruiting news as we get closer to National Signing Day uh, for the 2021 recruiting cycle. Before we move forward and start looking at the 2022 class, that's going to do it for me, but I'm going to tell you, as always, keep it locked on. Hook em.